0: A song is is an attitude, right? It's a, like a feeling in a specific situation the artist wants to let out. Or one combination of colors the artist wants to share with others. So the artist brings this forward, this uh, thing, this creation. Like a designer would t- show their design, a prototype, or, or a thought. But they will do it under a perfect light. Um, in front of best background from one perfect angle and this translated to music or the songs is usually intro chorus um solo outro and so on right what you guys at geiger do is you bring this forward this design this creation but you also take different angles different approaches to what you are presenting so this is something I realized when listening to the to submit to reality when I had to check several times like is is this a new song? What's happening? <laughs> then I immediately uh, hear the main riff, uh, not necessarily the main riff, the the aroma, the um, the melody of the song, and I think, oh no no, it's the same song. They are uh, they are going for different takes. Uh, they are taking different approaches to what they are manifesting. Um, And I think that's another level, Uh, and and it sounds fucking great. Um, Appreciate it, thank you. So, thank you for doing this. First of all, Um, absolutely. The question here would be: Does such a thing come come out naturally, or how how do you plan such thing?
1: Yeah. So, uh, Mac and I, Mac being our uh, guitar player, uh, he and I write majority of the material, and a lot of times it does come pretty naturally. He, um, he and I both have just riffs and songs for days. Um, but yeah, we don't, we don't try to go for a traditional song structure like intro, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, that sort of thing. Um, what we like to do is try to, uh, do something called variations on a theme. So, what we'll do is, you know, we'll start with a riff and then see like, okay, how far can we take this riff and, um, what all different directions can this go in? And, you know, we speak, thankfully, Mac and I speak a lot of the same, uh, musical language. Uh, usually how, how it will go is, uh, one of us will come forward with a riff or the skeleton of a song, show it to the rest of the band, and then we just kind of work at it. Work it out from there, fine tuning things like hey, maybe make this part a little bit longer or maybe this part needs to be not as long, or maybe we, drum should do this sort of fill here, or you know that sort of thing great, great
0: um so let's talk about submit to reality a bit nine um uh, two thousand nineteen um how 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 was the process what was like the motivation uh, the recording, the songs, the inspiration—could you tell me a bit about it?
1: Yeah, so um, all of the songs on "Submit to Reality," we had, like you said, we had recorded in 2019, but we had been sitting on almost all those songs since we started the band. Um, so we were super duper eager to um, get them get them polished and recorded in the studio the way it was meant to sound. Um, yeah, so we went to a we went to a studio called uh, Lucky Sound Studio up in uh, Fort Payne, Alabama, and we had just enough money to record the whole album in exactly forty eight hours. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was real uh, pedal to the metal. Um, as soon as we got there, um, the way we did it was uh, drums and bass were recorded first. The drummer. Our drummer at the time, Tristan. He and I played together at the same time, and then our guitar player Mac and uh, former other guitar player Weed. uh, They would do their parts, and then I would come in and do my vocals, and we would do his little bit of vocals uh, last over that. But a lot of the songs, um, all or all the songs that we write, uh, come from kind of come from. I guess, somewhat of an emotional place and not just a literal, like trying to tell a story, which, you know, that is happening in songs like um, Rasputin and uh, especially Hashishian and Mesotheist. But it also comes from, you know, how we feel at the time of writing and, you know, how we feel about things going on in our personal lives and the world around us at large.
0: Great. Uh, So there, there was a lineup change, right? You mentioned uh, the new guitar player, I think. Um.
1: So, um, so we up until recently we were a four piece. Um, uh, Mac and I are are the mem are the guys are the members that have been in the band since since the beginning since uh, 2016 or or actually 20 2015 or 2016. No, it's 2015. Excuse me. I'm sorry, uh, but yeah, since 2015. Um, and, um, the next guy to join was our now other former guitar player, uh, Tyler weed. Um, and he was in the band up until recently. And then our first drummer, uh, Travis, uh, that was our, our, I guess, Mark one lineup. Uh, we recorded our 2016 demo under that lineup and then, uh, Travis left and then our the next drummer that came in was our friend Tristan. And he was the one that came in for, um, uh, submit to reality. And then, uh, you know, COVID happened and, uh, we just had, all of us just had different things happen within our personal lives. Um, and it just kind of got to the point that weed and Tristan had to focus on their personal lives. We had just gotten married. And then, uh, Tristan is, uh, got a baby on the way and is about to get married. So they'd kind of had to focus on that. But, um, Yeah, Mac and I decided to keep the band going as a three piece and we have a new drummer now, uh, named Jason Mays and he's just, just absolutely phenomenal. He's just blown away all of our expectations and then some. So, um, we were playing shows, we were playing shows for a while right up until COVID happened. And then we played one show here in our hometown in, (coughs) excuse me, in 2020. And then, had our lineup change, and we're getting Jason ready to um, get ready for us to play a show. He's learned yeah. some of the old stuff, and he's we're going ahead and writing some new stuff too. So hopefully, we'll be ready to go as a three piece um, by hopefully the end of this year. If not, maybe the sometime in the beginning of next year.
0: And after that, what are the plans? Um, new album, a bit first of first more shows.
1: We're definitely going to try to get as many shows as we can. Um, definitely try to get a lot more uh, out of town shows because we've just played here at home so many times, and um, we've always been kind of the uh, the odd ones out in terms of the music scene here. So we've been on been on a couple tours already, but we're hoping to branch further out and hit some hit some spots that we haven't already gotten to yet. And then once we've once we've gotten uh, more accommodated to playing shows, and uh, Jason's gotten more used to playing this material. Then we're going to hopefully, you know, time and especially money allowing, uh, we go hit this hit the studio again to record the next album because the next round of songs, same thing like the first, uh, like the first album, we've had these songs ready to go for a while now, and it's just a matter of you know getting get to the point of being able to record them.
0: Great, wow um how is it in in Col- you guys are from columbus georgia is there um i mean i i don't know this this is why i'm asking it's too far uh to me um is there like a dedicated scene to this genre um how is the scene you mentioned
1: that you are like the odd ones oh yeah here in columbus we i mean even odd one out is <laughs> an understatement um it's really here it's you got the bar scene, which is mainly just cover bands and people playing country, you know. Ugh. Um and then you got your <coughs> excuse me, you got your you got your um dance you got some dance and hip hop and dub clubs here and there, and then beyond that, what little bit of an underground like extreme music, um I say air quotes around extreme music, um scene there is is mainly just um it's mainly just like misfits uh old school kind of horror punk and, um, and a lot of like a lot of modern hardcore which um, I'll be honest with you most of it we do not care for at all yeah. we're the only like I don't want to say we're the only metal band around here but because um, there there have been and there still are a couple other metal bands here and there but for the past six years we've it feels like we're the only one that ones that have been relatively consistent especially this kind of genre that we're playing um there's been some death metal and there's been some um i guess the kind of metal you would say uh you describe fear factory as uh stuff like that but when it comes to like sludge and doom and like stoner metal you know which we're not even really that much of a stoner band anymore but But Sludge and Doom, yeah, there's not, hasn't really been any bands like that around here except us. So it works to our favor in that, you know, we're the only ones doing it. But then at the same time, a lot of people around here, that's not their thing. So we've definitely um, gotten some blank stares. And it was uh, funny you were talking about it uh, earlier saying, um, is this part of the same song? Is this a new song? People start to. start to clap or go, like, is the song over? And then we hit another uh, chord or start the next riff. It's like, yeah. oh, wait, there's a lot more. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is fantastic. I mean, I loved it. It's really like uh, there is this melody, there is this, uh, this uh, aroma, and then now another take. Now look at it from this side. Right. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. It's very confident, uh, in my opinion. yeah. I was uh, I was driving home and it was it was like an uh, this this last night it was like an hour long night drive through a thick forest with a full moon in front of me and um I was listening to Submit to reality and um uh, my first impression was that when when I hear, when I listen to a song uh, any whatever it is um maybe you can help me articulate it better um it is something that i see um in front of me with the with a distance i'm looking at something but with with your band it feels a lot closer to the to the skin um how can i explain it better something to do with with how the vocals vocals are sung and how the how the instruments are creating a base for this and uh, how everything comes together as a piece it it feels a lot more like uh, this is something that i would this is something that would come from me actually it's not so alien or like um it feels a lot closer when i when i listen to it um do you do you have any opinion on that can you maybe explain this better than me
1: Yeah. So we definitely have, um, we definitely try to go for a visual, um, component, you know, not necessarily the live show, but like when we're actually writing the lyrics and writing the music for it, we, we don't try to, we don't try to go for like a lot of fancy, like bells and whistles. It's very, we try to make it very, um, try to make it very straightforward and human in the way that it, that it feels. And, you know, that's yes. something we go for is, you know, something that it can resonate with people. And also they can visualize some of the stuff that we're talking about happening in the songs, like, like Ashishim, for example, you know, I, I imagine seeing stuff from like that movie, Lawrence of Arabia, that sort of thing happening in the background while that, while that song is playing. Um, but yeah, and we just, we try to go for something that feels you know, real and human, um, but also kind of reaches for something a little bit greater than ourselves, because um, Mac and I both feel like that's um, that's kind of the point of being an artist and creating artwork, putting it out into the world, is that you're trying to use this mode of expression to reach something that you wouldn't be able to reach otherwise.
0: Okay. Uh-huh perfect definition that's yeah thank you exactly that thank you any any thoughts about like not only us but maybe europe abroad um expanding further any thoughts on that
1: oh we would love to i mean we would love to just travel anywhere that's willing to have us we'd love to go there um europe especially because i think yeah, the farthest any of us has gone, unfortunately, has just been in the southeast of the U.S. We'd love to go up north and out west, and then especially make our way over to make our way over to Europe because so many of our, you know, we have a lot of our favorite bands that are from here, from the states, but there's so many other favorite bands of ours that are from um, from acro- across the pond as well. Like this kind of music, obviously, Black Sabbath is, you know the biggest you know biggest one of the biggest influences so just to be able to um go play these just go play more shows in general but also immerse ourselves in the culture and see how things you know can change from a different point of view is something that we would really look forward to and especially you know if we got to do that how that might could change our songwriting uh process hopefully for the for the better
0: yeah, I I hope so. It will be great when it happens. Um
1: definitely. Yeah, try to be positive and say when and not not if. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um you are also a fantastic visual artist. I was checking your page. Um and okay. you had several so exhibitions. So, yeah, would you like to tell me a bit about this uh how how is that going on?
1: Uh so yeah, so when I'm not uh, playing music, I like a like I said before, I'm a, a elementary school art teacher. I have a I have a bachelor's degree in art education, um, so I'm art has just been a constant uh, part of my life. So when I'm not uh, creating music with Giger or teaching, I'm creating uh, my own artwork, and a lot of my artwork has obviously it's you know visual art influences. Um, some of my favorites being uh, Dali. Uh, Giorgio Di Chirico, obviously our bands namesake Giger, um, Zodislav Be- Beksinski, um Theodore Kittleson. you know, I could just go on and on and on about visual art. Oh, thanks, Beksinski, yeah. Which, you know, that plays a little bit into musical influence as well. But also, um, a lot of that a lot of the music that I listen to is also a really big influence on uh creating my artwork. Um what I really like to do and I've made a little bit of headway into it already is um I would really like to see my artwork on a lot of album covers. Um, the one thing that is already out is um, there's a Dungeon Synth project called uh, Curse Bitten. Um, I He commissioned me uh, to do his album artwork for that, so people can go check that out. And there's a couple other things that... Um, that have been licensed from previous works that I've already made that haven't been put out yet, but hopefully they'll be out soon and that'll create even more exposure. So if there's anybody that's listening that needs an album art, uh, needs somebody to create album art, then you know, definitely shoot me a message. Oh, yeah. I will also include a link there. Um, by the way,
0: apologies for pronouncing your band's name wrong. And me being from Europe Europe should have known better. Um, sorry for that.
1: Uh no worries. It's it's um literally almost everybody has said Geiger instead of Geiger. I think there's only been in the entire six years that we've been a band, <laughs> I think only two people have ever said it correctly oh, on the first go around. <laughs> so yeah. Oh man. So it's gonna be a never ending uh probably a never ending uh uh thing, but yeah, it's that's part of it. It's um, but what's funny though is um, on the on the album we actually put the pronunciation for people <laughs> on <laughs> kind of played kinda of played into it. Yeah, but that can be the band's trivia. I
0: mean the the hard fans will um, correct to others like no, it's pronounced Giger. Yeah, so then you can differentiate. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, it'll be it'll impressed.
1: be nice if people are doing that. That way, we don't have to keep doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> um.
0: All right, man. Um. Submit to reality. Um. We can listen to it
1: on Bandcamp. Where else can we find you in internet? Uh. So, you can find Giger on uh Facebook and Instagram. Instagram is uh Giger Band official. Just all one word, all lowercase um, album is on Spotify iTunes, YouTube Bandcamp, wherever you can find music it's on there and um, I also have a website uh, where you can learn uh, more about myself, it's just uh, Avery Bradshaw uh, dash squarespace.com. um has all my artwork on there um, more about uh, me and how I create my artwork and uh my music uh not just Giger, but also my other um my uh solo project uh which is a dark electronic dark ambient dungeon synth project called Disquieting which I recently put an album out with that as well if people want to go uh check that out
0: Nice Great man thank you so much for having time for me and for my questions I appreciate that Yeah
1: absolutely um, thank you so much for having me on
0: Great I was a uh, I was an uh... Enjoy your listener, but now I remain a fan and a follower, and I will definitely uh, be looking forward to your uh, further work.
1: Thank you so much. Yep, thank you. I really appreciate it.